coming up on ID.com's Media Snack, it's Super Bowl special. Welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode VIII. It's the Super Bowl special. Today we're going to be looking at just at the Super Bowl uh, because it's such a unique media event and we will do some specials like this across the year uh, to look at some kind of the key media phenomena that happen at certain times of the year. We're going to look at the Super Bowl, um, what it's about and how it works from a media perspective. Why brands still invest enormous amounts of money supporting it. Yeah. And also how it's being transformed and evolved with the impact of digital and social channels. All coming up on this week's ID.com's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a hot dog. <laughs> so, Super Bowl. What is it? So, it's an annual event to uh, American football teams play yeah. each other. That's right. 7th of February this year in yeah. uh, San Francisco. The Levi Stadium. The Levi Stadium. Um, so it's a football game. So why is it such a media phenomenon? What is it about well, it's the not, Super Bowl? It's not just a media phenomenon. I think it's a cultural phenomenon. Uh, let's just look at some very basic figures. This, the telecast lasts for four hours. The game itself lasts for 60 minutes, broken into four quarters. Mm -hmm. There is 48 minutes worth of advertising available, and that is going to generate in excess of $330 million worth of ad revenue. Amazing, amazing. So that's, what 12, that's 12 minutes an hour of advertising, which is about standard uh, for network. Yeah. Um, but why is it so highly prized? And you know, what are, this year, what are people actually paying for well, Super paying, Bowl ads? They're paying for 100 million uh, viewers. So a third of the US population yeah. will be tuning in on the 7th of February to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's unprecedented. You will never get access to so many people at one time mm. in the entire year. Yeah, in a live event, which is engaging TV. But what, what, I mean, the, the, the thing that makes it a media phenomenon or an advertising phenomenon, which is why we're talking about it, is that it's the time when people talk about advertising, Absolutely. right? So the and the uh, people say they watch the Super Bowl for the ads. Fifty uh, percent of the people that will be watching the Super Bowl. Uh, will be watching it simply because they want to see the commercials that, yeah. are, that, are, that are in the 48 minutes with yeah. their time. And it's so CBS are hosting it yeah. um, and they're selling the airtime. It's bought on a spot by spot basis. Yeah. Um, some brands have long term agreements. So someone like uh, Anheuser-Busch in the US has been, I think, a Super Bowl uh, advertiser since 1989, I think That's it is. Right. Um, and they still buy uh, you know, three, four minutes worth of airtime at a time and might spread that across different brands. Um, some brands just come in and out of the Super Bowl and use it for a one-off, you know, big coverage build. Um, why do brands prize the Super Bowl so much? What is it to a brand that makes the, it really worth buying 30 seconds worth of airtime just for, for $5 million? That's right, because it is a showcase of uh, the best advertising in the world. Um, and the five million that is invested on that 30 second spot is often a fraction of the amount of money that is invested on the production mm. of those commercials. Um, it is the one moment in the year when you want to be putting your best marketing communications foot forward. Yeah. It's actually the only time you can guarantee perhaps 
or nearly guarantee that people are going to watch your ad. And talk so about it could it. be the best $5 million that you ever spend on TV advertising. That's right. Or the hardest working, perhaps. That's right. But they don't just talk about it, um, you know, uh, on the 7th of February. They've been talking about this for weeks. Mm. Uh, most smart advertisers will have begun to tease or seed their commercials. Uh, mm. way in advance of the, the official launch on the 7th of February. Yeah. And that's just, a, that's just a really brilliant marketing ploy. So essentially they're advertising their advertising. Yeah. So I think that's a good point. I think you know, it's interesting to look at the way advertisers are using this opportunity. Um, we're going to throw over to uh, Stefan Swartz, who's our business analyst. Stefan, uh, what can you tell us about how digital and social channels have, have transformed the way advertisers are using the Super Bowl? Well, guys, what we're seeing on the internet is that the digital and social media is having a real impact on how Super Bowl advertising is actually being consumed. Especially, we see that it stretches out beyond just the 30 seconds or 60 seconds that people watch it on TV. What we're seeing is that the conversations that consumers and brands have actually stretches out over a longer period that can be divided into three phases, pre-game, during the game, and post-game. So what we're seeing is in the pre-game phase that people have begun searching for Super Bowl ads over a month before the actual game day. YouTube reports that uh, four million hours of YouTube uh, videos have been consumed between January and February of 2015. That accounts for 40% of total YouTube viewing time of Super Bowl ads. And what's remarkable is that's an 81% increase from, la from 2014 in the same time span. So what we're really seeing is that uh, uh, brands are putting their ads out there before the game, creating buzz, creating excitement, creating anticipation for the actual ad before the actual ad itself airs on TV. Now what we're also seeing is that during the game, uh, Viewers are not 100% focused on the ads. They're also consuming YouTube videos of the ads during the game. YouTube reports that 300,000 hours um, of YouTube Super Bowl ads were consumed while the game was going on last year. So these are very big numbers. And then finally, when we get into the last stage, what we see is that viewership tends to rise even further for YouTube ads. For some, it even tends to spike exponentially. As we can see here, uh, tracking the top viewed ads from last year, we see that seven out of 10 top viewed ads posted their videos before game day. And what we see here as we move further towards game day, that these numbers continue to rise. And for some uh, ads, after game day, they completely spike. And remarkably, Facebook accounts for 70% of the shared views. So we're seeing a massive, massive kind of uh, inverse correlation uh, between face, uh, on Facebook. 25% of views, but 70% of the shares. So you're really seeing that people are out there sharing the content through, uh, through um, Facebook and thereby creating or sustaining momentum that brands gained in the pre and during game phase. So what, essentially what you're seeing is that adver uh, social media has had a real impact on how brands advertise. It creates buzz in the pre-game phase. They are able to react spontaneously during the game to any events that happen spontaneously in the game, such as in 2013 during the blackout. 
when brands reacted quickly on Twitter. Um, and then you see the post-game phase where um, the ads basically uh, are a call to action for consumers to dig deeper online. Back to you guys. Thanks, Stefan. And are brands paying for this reach or is this all free coverage that they're getting on YouTube and Facebook? That's a great question, Tom. Actually, what we're seeing is that advertisers are paying for these views. For example, if we look at YouTube, last year, uh, Super Bowl ads roughly totaled uh, out to roughly 300 million views. 200 million of those were actually paid for by the advertisers. So that's roughly 66% of views were paid for, uh, totaling out to roughly uh, $20 million in ad spend for YouTube views in last year's Super Bowl advertising. So what that's suggesting to us is that brands are looking at uh, the Super Bowl uh, less as a moment in time, mm. more as a campaign. Yep. So they are beginning to uh, look at different ways of engaging their consumers uh, in advance of the Super Bowl so that it, it actually builds to a crescendo at yep. the time that their spot launches yep. uh, actually within the, within the game itself. Yeah, which they call a tentpole, that's I think right. is the common terminology for that. Uh, which is a you know a big spike in coverage or a moment in time which you can actually hang a much broader campaign um, on. I mean, what's some examples of, of brands then that have used or are using that approach? Well, Doritos is a really good one. So mm. I think they've been partnering with the Super Bowl for the last four or five years. Uh, and they've created a really smart mechanic whereby they engage with their consumers to create uh, content mm -hmm. and the best content is actually aired within the Super Bowl itself. Yeah. So they bring in the campaign far earlier, they engage with their consumers, they ask them to generate the content and yeah. then the content is actually aired actually within the program yeah. itself. So Doritos is a good example of a brand that gets it right. Where Not everybody gets it right. Though. No. So where, when it goes wrong, where does it go wrong? Probably the most high profile uh, recent failure was Nationwide uh, mm. last year who I'm sure from a production's value got it absolutely perfect, but um, from a mood uh, perspective, I think uh, they uh, they could have done better. Yeah, and so they're creative. There's quite a backlash actually against the the, the ad that they ended up running in that yeah. very expensive spot, um, and I think post game research suggested that actually their their a lot of their brand scores went down uh, having invested millions and millions in in this ad. So. Uh, it's a high stakes game. It is. If you're going to put your money on the table on the Super Bowl, you've got to do it right and execute it well. Absolutely. But you've also got to judge the mood of the, uh, the, the audience mm. uh, absolutely right as well. Yeah. We, there are some great examples of brands who don't even buy a, buy a Super Bowl spot um, actually then hijacking and, and owning it. And owning a moment. And the best example of success I think we've seen on that is Volvo. Mm from last year did a great partnership with Twitter called Interception and the idea uh, which they communicated prior to the game was that any time you saw an, uh, a car ad in the Super Bowl, of which there are lots, I think there's yeah. about eight or nine different car advertisers going to the Super Bowl, so it's very cluttered. So every time you saw a competitive brand in the Super Bowl, if you tweeted Volvo, uh, you had the opportunity to nominate someone you know to be given a Volvo. Um, and the numbers, we'll, we'll, we'll leave links to the campaign, the Twitter campaign, because the numbers that they drove uh, were astounding. And what they did was very clever from a media perspective, is that every time their competitor's ad was on the TV, the first thing people did was look away. Yeah, it's just and brilliant, at their mobile. brilliant ambush marketing. Yeah. 
Okay, finally then, what, what do we learn from the Super Bowl? What can we take from this analysis? Well, firstly, I think that, I hope that the legacy of the Super Bowl will last um, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is without question the most valuable sporting franchise in the world. Um, it attracts the most money, it attracts the most high-profile brands mm. that invest huge amounts of money in the creation of the advertising. For me, it says um, it, enc- it should encourage advertisers and marketeers to invest at least as much time and effort and consideration in the way that they go to market mm. for the other 51 weeks of the year. Yeah. Um, uh, it shouldn't just be about uh, one moment in mm. time. And it, 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 it's a it's a great uh, media opportunity, but it's also it's a great showcase, isn't it, for the industry, Absolutely. not just from a creativity perspective, but you see agencies really collaborating in the weeks and months prior to Super Bowl. You see the height of great thinking, great strategy, mm. often. Um, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it does help us set a, a high bar. And at a time when there's, there's so much scrutiny and focus on the quality of, of advertising, in particular reference to things like ad blocking, um, you know, <clears throat> why can't the Super Bowl and events like that be a template, really, for brands of how they should be working the rest of the absolutely, year? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It should inspire, uh, you know, the best of the industry to, you know, showcase their best work. Mm. So, are we making any predictions? We are. We are. So, who do you think for the Super Bowl? Patriots. Patriots. I'll go Cardinals. So, Patriots, Cardinals, watch it. Uh, that's it for this episode of Media Snack, the Super Bowl special. Thank you for watching. Have a good weekend.